our legislature will reconvene in the new year, and uh, lots of groups have um, have agendas that they want to bring to lawmakers, and among them is the Alliance for Gun Responsibility. And joining us now with uh, their legislative agenda for 2023 is Renee Hopkins. She is the CEO of Alliance for Gun Responsibility. Good to talk with you, Renee. Nice to be here. Thank you. And our state has made some progress on, um, I, I, many would consider it progress, <laughs> well, maybe not, but on on guns and uh, gun safety in recent years. Um, so you think we need to go a little further, huh? Well, I think gun violence is a really complex problem, um, epidemic really, in our country, um, killing more than 40,000 people every year. Um, and so it requires complex solutions, and um, and a piece of that is passing laws and legislation. Another piece of that is funding community-based services. Um, we really take a public health approach to gun violence prevention, and um, and so you know we will keep going um, until we actually start seeing uh, gun violence uh, reduced in our communities across the state of Washington. All right. One of the big issues is assault weapons. You'd like to see those prohibited, the sale of those prohibited? Yeah. Uh, you know, they really are designed as weapons of war and have no place on on our streets. Um, and so, you know, we took a really important step last year by banning the sale of high-capacity magazines. Um, and this... Uh, we're hoping that going into next session, uh, we'll be able to take another big step by uh, banning the sale of really weapons of war in our state. Would you, I guess, would your group look toward banning the sale at, you know, moving forward? Or what about those who might currently own these weapons? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, at this point, we are looking at the sale of um, and sort of grandfathering in where if people already own them. Um, but, you know, we also really encourage people, um, if they're having second thoughts about owning these types of firearms, um, to uh, to turn them in. So, and that's uh, clearly an individual choice. All right, and I'm looking at your agenda here. Another issue is uh, requiring a permit to purchase firearms. What What are your thoughts there? Yeah, actually, this is one of the most, um, evidence-based policies um, that exist. We know that in states where there is a permitting structure um, that we see reduction in all kinds of gun violence um, and gun trafficking. Uh, so this is a really important uh, policy and builds very nicely on uh, what we did a number of years ago in terms of centralizing our background check system, really taking the onus off of local law enforcement um, and making sure that uh, we have the most sort of effective background check system possible and the permit permit to purchase is the next step in that um, in that regard. So there are other states that have that that extra step or are those extra steps, I guess, that uh, someone would be required uh, to go through to uh, to purchase a gun? Yeah, there are a handful of states that do. Um, and in those states, uh, you know, they've seen, again, reduction in all kinds of gun violence. Um, and they're in, um, there have also been a couple of states that had permits to purchase and have sort of 
pulled back on that policy, and they've seen increases in in gun violence. So, um, again, it's just a really effective policy and really does impact all kinds of gun violence, including uh, suicide, domestic violence, gun trafficking, et cetera. All right. Another area is, uh, and this has been in the news, with um, the, uh, re- restoring local authority is what you'd like to see. And we've seen local gun laws vacated because they conflicted with state law. And um, and so you'd like to see that changed. Yeah. You know, we really believe that local leaders have uh, the best sense of their communities um, and what are what is needed in their communities. Um, and we have a really strict preemption law in Washington state that prohibits local leaders from um, enacting uh, laws um, and policies that they feel would best serve the safety of their communities. Um, so, yes, we, we feel very strongly that, um, that if, if communities want to have stronger gun laws, um, that they should be able to do so. Okay, another area is, um, uh, I guess, justice for gun violence victims is what you would call it. Is that um, allowing people who are harmed by guns to, to sue manufacturers? Is that is that the thinking there? That is the thinking there. The gun industry is one of the only industries that has been basically protected um, from uh, liability and we're starting to see that change um, in other in well in one other state in New York, um, and really want to be able to empower uh, people who are directly impacted by gun violence uh, to hold the the manufacturers, dealers, et cetera, responsible um, for uh, uh, you know for having. Um, the ability to have their firearms marketed and um, and used in ways that really do make our communities less safe. We're talking with Renee Hopkins, CEO of the Alliance for Gun Responsibility, and have about their agenda that they'd uh, like to bring to the legislature in the new session in the new year. And have you talked? Do you have the ear of uh, some of the lawmakers in Olympia? How how successful do you think you might be in getting some of these uh, items pushed through? Well, we've been more and more successful year after year, and I don't anticipate that being any different going into next session. We have um, worked really hard to elect a gun violence prevention majority in both the House and the Senate, and we have done that. Um, and, you know, I think our elected leaders who are responsive to their constituents um, know that voting or but that passing responsible gun laws um, is what their uh, constituents are calling for and have been for for years. Um, and that is true across the state. So um, I have confidence that uh, that that our uh, legislature and our governor um, will continue to do what it, what they need to do to keep communities safe. Well, we'll be watching as the legislature convenes. Some of these issues are brought before lawmakers down in Olympia. And um, and and I guess anything that's passed we can expect will face a legal challenge. I, that's kind of the kind of the MO, I guess, what happens with these types of laws. 
I mean, not any, not everything gets challenged, but yes, definitely. Um, we know that the gun lobby, that is their playbook. That is, that is the only tool that they have left in Washington state. Um, and, and so we go in wide eyed, uh, <laughs> knowing that, um, that there is a chance that certain laws that we pass will be challenged. All right. Renee Hopkins, CEO of the Alliance for Gun Responsibility. Thanks for your time, Renee. Thank you so much. Have a good day.